Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? How are y'all doing? It's Jonathan here um, with a brand new Geekscape. I think this one's a little bit of a reset episode. It's been a long summer. We've had lots of guests. I've been across the country and back and uh, feeling a little bit discombobulated and thinking, who do I want to have on Geekscape next? And I had lots of guests and there will be guests coming along. Um, but I finally said, you know what? I kind of just want to talk to my friends. So when Shane O'Hare uh, actually coincidentally reached out this morning, it was like, hey, we should Skype. Uh, I said, you know what? Why not make that a uh, a Geekscape episode? We'll throw Derek Cranavelt in there. And you know what? Katie's my co-host, and she's back. We're going to have Katie Elsesser join us. Um, and maybe I'll learn to pronounce her name one day. I think I got it. Did I get it? I don't know. She'll be on the show soon enough. But this is Geekscape. Welcome back. I really just want to hang out live tonight and talk a little bit of movies, video games, comic books. That's what we do here. That's what I love doing. That's the stuff that I like to celebrate. So uh, won't you join us for a bit? Maybe you're eating dinner. Maybe you're just like, ready to go to sleep. Nothing will put you to sleep faster than Geekscape. Um, but whatever. Uh, I want to talk movies, video games, comics, pop culture. So I would like you to join me. I want my friends to join me. But first, I want to know how you're doing. The comments are open. If you're watching this live on Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube, um, go ahead and tell us how you're doing. Tell us what you're into. Throw us some questions. Uh, and be a part of it because Geekscape was built for you, not just for me. Because if it was built for me, like it'd be really sad, like sadder than it is right now. Like, I actually don't think it's that sad. I think it's cool. We just raised money for the uh, ACLU by selling some new Geekscape designs. Um, it's just like a pretty cool time to, uh, to to realize that I have this platform that I built for a couple years, and y'all helped me build it, and the film that we uh raised money for through geekscape is getting into film festivals and people like the brand and even though we had to not go to comic-con this summer so we don't get effing covid uh we're 
still using our brand for good and y'all are still a part of it. And we're getting some comments already in the uh, Facebook and on the YouTube that we'll, we'll get to. But um, yeah, maybe this is a state of union, but really it's like a round table discussion of anything you want to bring up uh, anything Shane, Derek and Katie want to bring up. I would love for Matt Kelly to have joined us, but uh, he's on the East coast and it's way too late for him. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, okay. Let's get to it. I haven't been doing a whole lot. I've been I've been playing uh, God of War from 2018. Finally, <laughs> Derek's gonna yell at me, but I finally started that one, uh, and I'm I'm almost done with it. I've been playing it all summer, and I love it. Uh, and then I finished Umbrella Academy season two, which if you have not been watching Umbrella Academy, go back and watch the first season, and then watch season two. If y'all want to talk about it, we can talk about Umbrella Academy season two. I loved it. I think it's incredible. I think it's as good or better than the comic and the comic is a lot of fun. So big recommendation on umbrella Academy season two. Uh, I can go on and on and on about the talent level of that show and how good the writing is and the visuals and the acting and everything, but you just got to watch it. It's on Netflix. I've also been watching um, maybe Katie's been watching it too. It's a documentary series about video games. uh, And I just watched the third episode and it's all about uh, like Lord Garriott, Richard Garriott, who was like my idol growing up. He started Ultima. He started Origin Computers. And then it also talks about the beginning of Sierra Games. The third episode was all about that stuff. So I was loving that. And that's on Netflix right now. Um, But let's get them in here. All right. First, I'm going to bring in my good friend, Shane. He's in Wasilla, Alaska. Uh, And George Pepe. Yes, that's the name of the series on, on Netflix. It is High Scores. Uh, and it is a great video game series. So if you're looking for a little bit of video game uh, knowledge, maybe you're new to video games, maybe you haven't, uh, maybe you're a big video game fan. I'm learning something new on every episode. So high scores on Netflix is a really great series. Uh, okay, Shane, the pain. He's fixed his brain, and now he's coming to Geekscape to explain. Here's Shane. Hey, hey Shane. I'm How here. Hi, it's me. <laughs> How are you? You like my uh, song? <laughs> yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, like, cool. You, you mentioned Comic Con. I wanted to bring back the Comic Con experience. I've got some Hasbro bags here. <laughs> uh, if, uh, if we ever need to take out the trash. We got some Hasbro bags here, and um, uh, I've not put deodorant on today, so we can get that full, full experience. Oh, Shane, uh, how is Wasilla, Alaska? It's uh, it's um, it's as was- Wasilla as ever. There's a um, <laughs> wonderful uh, community divide about what's right and what's wrong with politics right now. Uh, so it's uh, it's 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 fun. But my personal life is great. Uh, I I have zero complaints. Um, and uh, uh, you Rick, I, I could go for rickety cricket. Dan- uh, Daniel in the chat says rickety cricket. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a anyway. Uh, we're getting off track. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't get derailed by the chat. It's something yeah, that like it can it can support you. But remember, this is still a podcast. It's still an audio uh, uh, medium. So uh, please do not get I derailed won't. by. And I I've won't. been derailed by it, but don't get derailed by the people in the chat. I if won't. I got to get the rest off. I'll get if the rest off. If they're on topic, use them. If they're not on topic, completely ignore them. Typical. Uh, and the, yeah, we we are going to get to some of the things that they're talking about, but. For now, let's just keep going. Um, Derek Cranavelt, for instance, says he digs the Guy Fox cosplay. If y'all are listening to this, um, 
you you know Shane looks like he's cosplaying as anonymous right now. <laughs> he, he, either that or like a, a young Colonel Sanders. So, I, yeah, I, I, I've, I've what's going the, on there? I've gotten the Colonel Sanders bit a, a few times. Um, a, a buddy I work with says, uh, "Man, why do I feel like you're about to just give me some chicken?" And it, it took me took me probably 24 hours to figure out what the hell he was getting at, but. I think that's when you pull the glove out of your pocket and slap him across the face and challenge him to a duel or something. I think that's, that. I think that's if you're going to have a, a hipster mustache like that, you have to walk around with like a, a, a like a, a flintlock pistol or something. So you can uh, I, 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 I smoke tobacco pipes. Um, so <laughs> I, I listen to eclectic jazz. So I'm pretty much a parody. I'm a parody of myself at this point. Uh, well, you'd fit in really well in Los Angeles. So. Ugh. Come on down. You'll hang around Silver Lake and Los Feliz and Echo Park, and uh, hang out with all the, uh, you know, artisanal coffee places, and you know, it'll be great. It'll be great. Uh, okay, next, because you've never met Katie in person, but she's every every bit my comedic, mental, and physical superior, and that's why she's my new co-host. Uh, she's Katie. She's Grady. She's really, really Gady. <laughs> <laughs> she's on the show, and now she's gonna adding. make you happy. I'm Gady. <laughs> Bab. <laughs> Bab. <laughs> I love that you said physical superior, which is uh, yeah. Big time. No, mm. yes, yes. You're the, that, you're the one that's running every morning, and I'm the one that's it like. Doesn't matter. <laughs> if, 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 if I could face my fears as you have done, I wouldn't have to run at all. But. <laughs> Ooh, ah, that's uh, something to mentally go down the path of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, it's only because I'm just a behemoth of a woman, so that's probably the only reason. Don't, why don't be like that. Please don't. No, 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 no. Okay, uh, fine. But I, I'm also getting my Guy Fox beard in, so mm -hmm. that's for <laughs> Never forgive, never forget. Oh, How Shame are up. you? Uh, Katie, it's been a while. I went across the country and back. Hey, uh, we did not record Geekscapes. I think we recorded one or two Geekscapes what? with you on it. Yeah. Um, how are you? What have you been up to? I uh, it's been it's I'm not gonna lie to you, Jonathan. It's been a tough week. Uh my boyfriend's uh father got COVID a couple of weeks ago and uh has since passed away. <laughs> oh my god. Last uh, time I last time I talked to you, he was not doing well and I kept that a secret and you were not on the show for a bit. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to drop that bomb on you like that. Uh, it's been it's been a crazy couple of weeks. So yeah, that that happened last week. So I'm really sorry to hear about that. That's that's tough. Welcome to Geekscape. <laughs> Welcome to Geekscape. It's all light time. We're gonna make things better. We hope or we die. Uh, it, it 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 absolutely sucks. I'm just glad he's no longer suffering. Um, it's a testament that uh, people please wear your masks. Please, because you don't know uh, how you can pass this on, whether or not you have symptoms or not. So. Was he healthy before COVID? He was. Yeah, he was very healthy. He was. He was sober. He was healthy. He. Uh, yeah, he's actually. His, um, it, it's. It's really upsetting. Yeah, it's. It, I won't get too deep into the dark path <laughs> at the moment. So you could be my physical superior, Katie, but don't don't get too cocky. Is what you're saying. Yeah, don't get too cocky. Honestly, and like my boyfriend and I have been uh, quarantining for quite a bit. And the hardest thing, I think, is when you have a loved one in this kind of situation, you can't really go travel and, and be with them. Um, so that it, 
I, I, this thing is just, it's so terrifying and terrible. Um, so he had to speak to his father and say his last goodbyes over FaceTime. Um, and that, no one should have to do that. I, I personally, I've lost a parent uh, many years ago and that alone is awful, but to this whole thing, awful. Yeah. Uh, condolences. Uh, George on Facebook says condolences. I think we all say condolences. You're a new member of the Geekscape family, but you're definitely a member of the Geekscape family, Katie. Uh, sorry to hear that. Um, that's tough. Yeah. Um, well, Derek is next. I don't have a song. That, if I did, I couldn't sing it long because now I'm sad, but now he'll make me glad. It's Derek from Canada. He's safe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm safe, guys. It's picking back up over here, too. Uh, what a segue, though. I'm so sorry to hear about that, Katie. That's uh, we Derek's really- here to cheer us up. We really set Derek up for like. <laughs> I tried to sing a song, Shane. I tried to sing a song, but it yeah. it was so sad. It was a good one. It's a very good one. <laughs> but at these times, you gotta laugh about stuff. So, Derek, welcome. It's the first time I'm technically meeting you as well. Definitely, yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, but if you, well, if you think that's sad, don't get mad. Because it can always get worse. And so there's Matt, of course. Hey, what's up, Matt? Uh, Matt, I did not invite, only because I assumed it was going to be too late for him on the East Coast. But uh, he he is up. And yeah, I saw when I saw him commenting, I threw him in here. Matt Kelly, who runs our Geekscape podcast network uh, in Philadelphia. There he is. And now the gang is together. I think I think he's still awake because he he stays up late on Mondays for Monday Night Raw. I think is why he's still no. Awake. I actually, um, uh, John, you watched I think the first time that we did this, but uh, a group of my friends are doing a live RPG mm. Cabin in the Woods uh, interactive game. Yeah, um, but they did it the first time through Zoom. I convinced them to do it through Streamyard this time, but we we literally just finished pre-recording a bunch of different scenario clips to throw up based on what players do in the game. That is so cool, dude. Um, Where can we learn more about that? Because like StreamYard for me, I think StreamYard's great, but I'm, I think I'm basically using it uh, about as creatively as I can. It's like, let's get up. Let's talk to some people. Let's stream it. Let's talk movies and games and comics. And that's that. But there are people out there who are using this platform and like really cool uh, yeah, we did, um, innovative ways. How are they using this thing to do an interactive game? So, well, uh, last week I helped run the um, the Pick It Up Ska documentary uh, live commentary track. So we had 10 people oh, yeah. from different Ska bands and we were projecting the movie the whole time with subtitles and people could watch along with the movie and get commentary from like members of Real Big Fish and Big D and the Kids Table and Less Than Jake and a bunch of other great bands. Um, and then this one, we're pre-recording all of the segments of like the organization that's running um, Cabin in the Woods. So like I was the tech guy, hence the the very colorful Hawaiian shirt. Because it this this time the game takes place on New Year's Eve, nineteen ninety nine. So Y two K keeps screwing up the simulation. Okay. Uh, so uh, we had to film all the different scenarios for like different things that could happen to the players while they're playing, depending on how the game goes. And then I'm going to have all that loaded into StreamYard, and you'll have the six players. 
and a few random actors coming in and out to play like NPCs that they interact with. But then as certain things happen, I can throw up the videos to take up the whole screen and uh, shut down all their mics. And at one point, we're going to make the game go completely dark and have them play with no visual component whatsoever. Uh, so it'll be uh, we're trying to find new cool ways to fuck around with the stream yard capabilities. I, I love you've actually inspired me to maybe make a, a sequel to Night Trap or one of those like <laughs> CD, like Sega CD, early CD ROM games where somebody is like dressed in like really bad Hollywood attire and he's like, listen, this is your mission. You've got to help us out. You're the only person who can stop the bugs. <laughs> I got to go, but I'll be back with more mission parameters soon. Uh! <laughs> <laughs> be jamming me. Have you seen that episode of High Score? They cover uh, that that game. And no, uh, I just watched the the third episode before recording, and I'm going. I I cannot wait because that whole Sega CD CD ROM era of video games was right up my alley. And I'm like, oh my god, Kirk Cameron's in a game. It must be good. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only game that was good, and I will go to my grave, were those Wing Commander games oh, with Mark right. Hamill, Tom Wilson. And then Wing Commander Privateer, that was uh, Clive Owen in that one. Oh, really? Yeah. So that was. was there. I just remember coming home with like Rebel Assault 2 and being like, this is the first footage filmed in the Star Wars universe with live actors since Return of the Jedi. I got to play it. And it was basically like theater actors being like, I'm a Jedi. This is your mission. <laughs> <laughs> um I just was telling uh, Geekscape's very own Robert Bacon today about, uh, do you remember the new adventures of Pinocchio starring Jonathan Taylor Thomas from the 90s? <laughs> oh I used to have the PC game for it that me and my oh, brothers yeah. and sisters would play that's like 75% just clips from the movie and you would just play the movie. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I, did anyone ever play the the PC game for Carmen San Diego, where it actually had Chief in the game? Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was one of my favorites. But man, the Pinocchio one would have given me nightmares. <laughs> I think I'm the oldest person on this uh, by five years or so, at least. But uh, before CD-ROM, before all those CDI games, uh, you'd have those VHSs that that you'd be playing a oh, board game or something. Yes. And VHS, oh, say, yeah. Fast forward to this part of the VHS to find out who won the wrestling match. Like WWF, back when it was called <laughs> WWF, had the wrestling game where you'd have like the 80s wrestlers and you'd be wrestling on a board game. There'd be a board game. And then you, when you'd land on a certain square, you'd have to fast forward the VHS to a certain point where Macho Man be like, oh, you think you're good enough to face me in the ring? Well, you're going to have to roll for that, brother. And whatever it was, that's Hulk. Stir and Macho Man mixed. That was together. a little bit both. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then I'm just going to do this for Bruce the Barber Reefcake. I'm going to do some scissors now. Uh, and then, and then the games were junk. Did so you watch I, Community? I, no. There's a there's a great episode of Community, and I think it was uh, Vince Gilligan who created Breaking Bad. Uh, his first acting role, I think, was uh, he played the like old prospector in this video board game uh, in an so episode funny. of Community. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. Is that who Shane is cosplaying as? Is Vince <laughs> <laughs> yeah. John, you would just like it because like the, the concept is they find the old VHS board game and they're playing it in the apartment. But then the after credits is like it jumps back to like 20 years ago and it's him and his wife in their house and he gets the phone call and he's like, honey, 
Our lives are about to change. <laughs> I just booked a VHS board game. She's like, we should try cocaine. He's like, we should try cocaine. <laughs> the first time walking into an arcade, uh, and, and I remember Einstein's arcade in Austin, cocaine? and, and I, <laughs> we would just sniff coke off the handle. <laughs> you know, the, the, track ball, the track ball was covered in coke. Uh, we would walk. I remember walking into an arcade for the first time and seeing those laser disc games. And of course, like the Don Bluth ones, like Dragon's Lair, immediately jumps out to, uh, at you because it's beautiful and amazing. But remember the Western ones where it, Mad you, Dog it, McCree? Mad Dog, Mad Dog freaking McCree was the baddest bastard out west. <laughs> and if you didn't shoot him, he'd get you. And then have every racial stereotype in that game. Like some like like some Hispanic guy playing a Native American would jump out from the barrel and throw a hatchet at you or some shit. They they re-released those games on the Wii about 10 years ago and they no didn't way. take any of that stuff really out. and it is it is so bad and they like uh, oh yeah to amazon my friends we got to find <laughs> oh my god we, we got to find the mad dog McCree with the horrible racial stereotypes still in them. uh there was another game that i saw there I, there's a place actually called barcade in uh echo park somewhere in these uh, uh here in LA and they had that 3D game where it was like a hollowed out bowl that you could go around three parts of and it would uh it would kind of like use holograms in the middle that you could it, it worked like a laser disc game where it was live video but they almost looked like the princess leia projection from Star Wars and they would project it in the middle of this kind of bowl and you had to quickly uh, either uh, hit a button. It was almost a little bit like like Simon says, but you'd have to hit something to keep going, and it was time travel based. Also had racial stereotypes when you went out yeah. west. <laughs> that um, uh, I believe that was part of the same company that did Dragon's Lair. Same technology, same company. Oh, yeah, no. but they they had that cool three D projection yeah. thing with hologram. I, I saw something yeah. like that. I was in right before the border shut down uh, in Portland. And uh, there's a great old arcade called Quarter World, which is really interesting because they've actually like they have all these old machines, but they've modified them. So you just like pay for them via like an app. Like there's no actual quarters. It's a very misleading. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they had like this weird hologram, like insane looking hologram game I've never seen before. And I tried it like five times and I couldn't get past like the first step. Uh, <laughs> and so eventually I just gave up. That's, like, that's a, this that's has a been great like, venue. Have you been there? I've been there. They've it's they've got so a, cool. They've like got a, this like weird electric like music thing. Is yeah, that what you're gonna yeah. say yeah. Yeah, they've got the they've got the Tesla coil band. Yes, and it plays out. the Tesla coil like plays music yeah. and and they've uh, got a Pokemon themed like uh, Hawaiian restaurant next door. Yeah. I don't think that's things, there anymore. But one of the things oh. I miss the most about Derek podcasting about video games is. Uh, you know, you think I always think of Derek as the guy who completely stomps me every time in Mario Kart, and there must not be a game that he's bad at. But then when he starts podcasting, <laughs> you realize this fool couldn't grow a pinata and be a pinata. Like he could not. <laughs> like this it's guy was so bad. Like, the second you start getting to like, basically, if he was in Back to the Future two. And that kid was like, that's a baby's game. Like, <laughs> Derek would be dead at yeah, that game. Yeah. Like, anything that was like a child's game, Derek would be dead. He can only play the stuff that's hot and heavy and Mario Kart. That's, I mean, you're, it, it sounds 
that like you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Modern Warfare struck me. I'm I'm flashing back to like almost crying at city skylines, just trying to like manage a highway at this point. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hey, come back and right. do another podcast. Game Game of the Year. Yeah. Um, so what have you guys been playing? Because I just said in the intro that I, I'm playing the game from like two years ago that you yeah. all already did a podcast on. But I am loving the 2018 God of War. And I think that a lot of people are going back and doing rewatches during quarantine. Totally. They're yeah. rewatching TV. They're rewatching movies. Uh, we, you know, that stuff has all been slow. And there's pretty much been a stop to it. Uh, stuff is starting to eke out now that we're going to mm-hmm. start getting new movies. TV's about to run out of their running room and they got they to go back to shooting because, you know, you have weird stuff going on, like the CW buying content off of DC Universe so that they can start putting stuff on CW, shows like Swamp Thing that were never supposed to be shown outside of DC oh, Universe. Cool. Without getting well, and they're moving a lot of that stuff to HBO Max as well. Yeah, and yeah. so you're starting to see like this thing, especially in Warner Brothers, where they're starting to share content with each other because no one's filming more content. What video games have y'all replayed? What video games are y'all playing? What content are y'all getting back into uh, during the quarantine? Oh man. Uh, I, the entire year leading up to a week or two ago was flight sim, Microsoft flight slim, slim, flight sim 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's um, they've been making this game for about five years, five, six years. Um, and the, the big gimmick is you can go anywhere, anywhere in the world. They've used, um, Google believe it or not, no Bing maps, believe it or not, the Bing maps are, are stellar, very, very stellar. They it use, looks, um, it looks incredible. Like yeah. just to the footage, like, especially if you can see like footage in high resolution, like it, at times it looks like fucking real. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they'll, they'll use AI to build buildings. So you, you could literally hop in the game and fly to your house and there will be a 3d structure of your house. And it looks like your house. The AI it, has it built looks like your house. house. That's not yeah. creepy at all. So no, it's not, I mean, it's not creepy. I mean, and it's a flight simulator. So you could just fly over to my house right now. Yeah, absolutely. Have you done flybys of our houses? Um, I, I've done flybys, flybys. I've uh, not yet, um, but it's, uh, in, it's, like, it's like real time. So, you know, he's on his way right now. But yeah, it's like a while. Oh, that yeah. is the, the not so fun part of a Microsoft. You can you can fast forward, I believe. Okay. Like you can jump to certain points. Is that correct? You Shane? can. Yeah, you can. Um, you can load in anywhere in the world. That was that was the thing. Their marketing was a little sketchy. Yeah, because it's like, oh, there's 30 airports, and everyone's like, wait, there's only 30 airports. That's that's. Those are just like the <laughs> super. Those are just like yeah. the super to scale detailed ones, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've gone yeah. to these airports and they've they've used the the technology that they've scanned the Earth with mm-hmm. to scan the airports. So there's like uh, baggage handlers moving around. There's um, passengers walking to and from planes. So the airports are really detailed, animated, but um. I I live on an airport in an airplane hangar and I loaded the game up, just typed in the name of the airport and it loaded me right on the end of runway two zero right over That's there. Crazy. And uh, I could see my house, my hangar. Um, <laughs> and across the street is a rifle range uh, for clay pigeon shooting. You take off and you can see all the orange clay pigeons that have been. No way. Up. Yeah. Have you found yourself in the game though, Shane? Like, is, like, are you in the game? <laughs> like a Google street view type thing. <laughs> I haven't, uh, this, the foot, uh, the, the satellite imagery is from a few years ago, so I should probably go check out the bars or the, or the gutter. So we'll see if I can find me in there. No, but no. The, the thing, the thing that blew my mind was just across, um, the inlet is Wasilla airport. 
and you zoom into it and not only can you pick you know i want to start on this runway or start on this runway you can pick what parking spot you start from it, there's there's all the public tie downs for the airplanes mm. you can pick all right i want parking spot three or today i'm feeling like starting my flight on parking spot 15 and it will load you in right mm -hmm. there and then you can go and take off and all these little podunk strips because there's this weird thing about wasilla uh that everybody has a has a runway that's just how it's been since it's the like 60s. a driveway it's yeah it's literally like that but you have to register it with the the state so you're flying over wasilla and it's like this is gaddis farms this is bnb boys ranch this is four corners strip all these little strips that you know my dad's a flight instructor um uh, i used to fly and all these little strips that you would see the game knows what they're called and you can wow. run approaches on them and everything it's it blew blew my mind is any part of it creepy uh, I, I saw a tweet. Uh, a bunch of people were uh, scoping out Epstein's island. <laughs> they, were, they were like landing on the island together. They were right? landing yeah. on Jeffrey yeah. Epstein's island. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. creepy as hell. Yeah, yeah. But wow. you, can, uh, you can do live weather. Um, you can do custom weather. It's wow. it, you can even like you can jump into like real flights that are happening like mid-flight because it has all that data. Like you can jump that's into right. a virtual version of like an in-progress flight and like take it over. Like it's not crazy. taking over. You're not taking over not real. real. It's, not, it's not like some Ender's Game type thing. You're, you know, it's, but you're talking about an actual airline flight. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like, yeah. It's it like, and it's such. This game seems like it's such a big deal. Like I was reading an article about how, like, like peripheral sales are going to go through the roof and are already going through the roof, and you can't find anything because people have been buying it up, getting ready for this game. I have a like one of my close friends who has been a console only gamer for like the decade that I've known him is like, but he's pricing out like a four or $5,000 PC just so that he can get ready to play this game in VR. When the VR one VR headset, it supports launches like in the yeah. fall type thing. Like it's peripheral, You mean like a pilot's chair and like, a like whole the, the flight sticks with, and like, yeah. yeah, like all of that yeah. stuff is just going crazy right now. Yeah. Um, you can, you can drop this game. You can drop like six, 700 British pounds on just a joystick. Um, that's how much like these peripherals get evolved. You can yeah. have chairs, you can have uh, uh, switches, you can have little screens to set up like your instrument cluster. Uh, you can really dump a lot of money into it. And the and I, I don't know, I don't know if you were a big you know PC gamer in the um, mid two thousands, but you remember the the meme where it was like, does it run Crisis? You know, <laughs> like because that was that was the big thing. Like that game pushed the limits. Mm -hmm. You can just now, computer, yeah. Yeah, but ever uh, everybody is saying that like, okay, this is this is the new crisis because right now there's no there's no way that there's any hardware on the market right now that's going to run it at its fullest potential because yeah. it, it'll it'll stream. And it, it still looks amazing. It still looks great. But oh, it's like, it's yeah, great. I want to yeah. I want to spend so much money on this game that I could have just bought a damn plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, essentially, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, the, the, the nice thing is you don't have to spend any money on the game itself. Because right. it's on Xbox Game Pass. Xbox Game Pass, right yeah. here. Yeah. So people, uh, so you can buy this on your console. No, no, X, it's very confusing. <laughs> for uh, the PC, <laughs> Xbox Game Pass for PC, not the Xbox Game Pass. Oh, Microsoft, you done they're it again. Different. They're Microsoft. very bad at names. At least it's but not PlayStation Now versus PlayStation Plus. <laughs> and uh, one one thing that um, that I've been reading a lot on the flight sim subreddit is that there's. Uh, people that are like my my grandmother used to fly. She lost her medical clearance to fly. I'm 
she sitting down and is flying around her old routes. She flew out wow. in the same plane. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my dad still teaches people to fly, but with, you know, with the Rona, there's lockdown, no students. Um, and he's just bored. Um, so he, I'm going to build him a, you know, a couple thousand dollar PC, get him set up. Yeah. And he's, you know, that was like flight sim X or 2000 yeah, flight sim X and X plane. Those were, those were his jams, but now, you know, the, the computers, the computer I built him in 2013. No, no way. Not even touch no it. No, there's no way. So this, it's really to, to put it into like a, it, a weird uh, perspective. I watched the pre-order trailer cause they released the pre-order trailer uh, in the middle of summer. And I was crying, like legitimate, like adult, like, wow, we, we are. <laughs> that's so funny. Like my, my friend that's like super excited for it sent me a message and he's just like, I could legit imagine like once I get my VR headset, just crying at like the beauty of this, like. Shane it's... did it at the trailer. It shows you just how emotionally unstable he is. Though, Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're talking about. He did it yeah. at the trailer. Yeah. It's, right? it, it was like just the music and just to, cause I've been playing the Microsoft Flight Simulator is the oldest piece of software Microsoft has ever made. It oh, predates, I didn't know that. Win- predates Windows, predates Microsoft Word. It's all the way back to 1982. It's the first piece of software they ever made for retail. Mm-hmm. And um, it's still going. So growing up playing all these different iterations, Combat Flight Sim, um, it was, uh, and bonding over it with my dad because, you know, he's been flying since the 70s. Um, it's, uh, watching that pre-order trailer i'm like damn it's like it's here because the, mm-hmm. the last one came out came out in 2006 and it was no other updates they released um i think when windows 10 came out they released microsoft flight which was like a, a free app where you just flew a little float plane around oh, okay. kind of whatever and they just said hey we're not doing it anymore and but then in secret for for five, six years, they've been working with this French uh, game developer. Asobo, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. And they literally were like, you know what? The last game was a little limited. Uh, I think we're going to step it up. Uh, we're going to, we're going to scan the entire earth and uh, we'll just, we'll just go from there and see where it is. No, they were doing that in conjunction with the tracking devices they are putting in the vaccines. Oh no, absolutely. absolutely. Um, working on? Okay, got it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yes. See uh five see five G no, and no. the, the subspace <laughs> no, demon. We got, we got Shane going again. Oh, Just when you and the lizard Shane, people. Uh, yeah, the lizard people. Shane <laughs> Shane, what these games don't understand is Shane was QAnon before QAnon. <laughs> like, he, he would come to Comic Con. And you'd be doing something. He'd be like, "Well, let me tell you the truth about that." <laughs> <laughs> there were so many times at Comic Con where Shane, sober, yeah, would start going on some conspiracy theory that he'd read off the internet or off of some subreddit, oh, and be God. like, "Well, let me tell you." So there's no surprise that he now has like Anonymous's haircut. <laughs> he's literally become QAnon. Mm, okay, in, in the flesh. Yeah, so um, the the Nephilim are coming from the subspace sector. Um, sent, sent by the Bilderbergs. Oh, you know, I, well, see, he knows. He knows. Free, open your third eye. Your, Man, his third I eye is so it. open, he needs icing. Um, I think my, my come to Jesus moment was we were at Comic-Con once, and it was like the day or two before, I think it was Tuesday, and there was a guy on the street corner in sweatpants with a cape on, but it was he wasn't cosplaying. He was just crazy. It was like a space blanket, 
and he had a <laughs> and he had a sign and he was yelling stuff and I was like, oh shit, John, I know what that guy's talking about. I think I Agenda twenty one is just like oh god oh, I, know, I just want to go I just want to go put my arms around the guy and be like I understand I know I know but he smells I mean, horrible because he hasn't taken a shower in days when's the last time you took a shower Shane oh I, I take two a day and then about oh, okay oh, I'm I'm very <laughs> you very to get the nanites off of your skin <laughs> oh no absolutely absolutely there's no, never mind I was gonna there's there's crazy people that, what was that. That's what the metallic bath is for. <laughs> oh no, I, I, I take a toaster and I put it in there with me just to oh, you know discharge. Great, <laughs> no, <laughs> there's a there's a new conspiracy that people are finding fuzz from like their clothes, and they think it's nano uh, nano machines that are getting <laughs> fried by five G, and they're collecting them and taking them into the doctor to be like, see, look, this is the Bill Gates. Look at it's like no, that's just that's just police, man. Right, that's we had too much. We had too much time on our hands before, and now we have way too much time. <laughs> I want to show that. Per- I want to show those people sheep and see what actually happens. Giant <laughs> yeah. semiconductors. I can't believe it. <laughs> uh, the carriers. The carriers. So one. <laughs> so one thing that happened. We were uh, we were talking a little bit about the flight sim trailer, but we got a ton of uh, trailers this past weekend with the DC Fandom event. Uh, some of it was really exciting. Some of it was DC stuff. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 I mean, no offense, but like, I I get a little weirded out when they fire like half of their editors. In like Warner Brothers, four days before this, like Warner Brothers has like a, Warner Brothers has like a. The thing is, like, I'm getting a ton of this stuff in my Geekscape email box ahead of time. Like, oh, you got to prepare for fandom. There's all this cool fandom yeah, stuff coming yeah. at your Geekscape. You're gonna want to cover fandom. And meanwhile, I'm reading all the stories from like my friends who work in the comic industry who are like getting fired. And Warner Brothers wasn't just doing it to DC; they're firing a lot of people across the the studio because the AT and T merger is real and COVID's hitting hard. And there's a, a crunch, like we talked about. There's a slowdown of getting this content out there, making it profitable, and getting I don't know ticket sales back and getting a return on any of this stuff. So there's a lot of studios that are tightening their belts, and DC. The people described it as a bloodbath, and meanwhile, I'm getting these emails that are like, "You're gonna want to check out Fandom," and I'm just—it's not. It wasn't really. Worth. I will say, I am very excited for Wonder Woman '84. Like, okay, yeah. so let's talk about the DC trailers. I, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that the stuff that I thought was promising was—I loved it. I didn't watch any of the panels. I just saw the stuff that was getting into my inbox. <clears throat> Uh, I, panels, are, panels are tough. Like it's they're really tough on Yeah. <laughs> like uh, doing these like Zoom panels, and everyone's got like shitty mics and crappy video, and it's like why? Why it's not like just, Geekscape? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. <laughs> if I wanted to see yeah. that. I would just watch Geekscape. <laughs> I would just have Jonathan mumble through a bunch of garbage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, I think the Shazam two stuff is exciting. I think yeah. that the Black Adam stuff with the Rock is awesome. I've yeah. known for a while that it, the movie involved. A, a version of the JSA that you had like Adam Smasher and Dr. Fate in it. And that stuff is really exciting to me because uh, I didn't really know what a black Adam movie would look like. And so, it, you know, the rocks charisma is amazing, mm-hmm. but what is a black Adam movie? He's basically a villain. And now he's uh, the, the, the beginning of his own movie. So um, I thought that was interesting. And it's cool to see all those DC characters on screen. They have certain iterations that are already shown up in like the Arrowverse on CW and stuff like that. But 
DC has gone all in on the multiverse stuff because mm-hmm. you hear oh, about Keaton's Batman coming to the Flash. Well, and yeah, yeah, now there's and yeah, Affleck's and there's just... Batman coming in. But the yeah. thing that the, I mean, Suicide Squad, James Gunn, the Suicide Squad was really like the most exciting stuff for me. I think that movie looks weird. I love all those characters. I love the loyal character designs. Mm-hmm. The yeah. cast is like ridiculous. And so that's kind of what my excitement level was at for DC fandom. It's all about the Suicide Squad for me. Yeah, uh, yeah. your tweet destroyed me the other day. <laughs> what did I? What did I write, Matthew? It was like I just wish that once I could get a Batman movie that was dark and gritty. Can someone please do it for me? <laughs> well, <laughs> look out! <laughs> yeah, I. You know, it, I. I'm I'm so exhausted. I I love Batman. Batman's one of my favorite superheroes, but come on. Like, how many times do we have to do this movie? So so I feel bad because, like, there's a lot of problems that I see with that movie. And I agree with you. Like, I was a big Batman comic fan because he's just got interesting villains to fight. But, like, we never explore more than three of them anytime that we make a movie anyway. So it doesn't fucking matter. But not the Lego movie. The Lego Batman movie. I will go to my grave saying that the Lego Batman movie is the best Batman movie because <laughs> he was a billionaire sociopath that nobody liked because he's freaking weird and doesn't yeah. make sense. No, yeah. I agree with that. I just feel bad because I feel like this is going to be another one of those cases where like people who only know Robert Pattinson for like the one big thing that he was are not going to give a shit about yeah, right. that he's done. <laughs> In an incredible oh, so 10 years of indie films, and yeah. just be like, Oh, it's a sparkling vampire playing Batman. How lame! It's like, Bitch, Come did on, you fucking... yeah, did you fucking see but the, the lighthouse? The bat symbol like... is made out of the gun that killed his parents. <laughs> Matt, how can you not be into that? <laughs> I'm only half joking, that sounds so fucking cool. And he just pu- kept punching that guy. That guy's not getting up. I, I, I just just make him Terry, like just make him Terry, and bring uh, bring Michael Keaton back for old Batman, and make him Robert Pattinson as Terry. That's all. So, like we need a Batman Beyond. We don't need to see yeah, Martha yeah. and Thomas Wayne yeah. die in an alley for the fortieth time. Yeah. So no, I, we're not going to say that. Not that. that. That was just for the trailer. We're not going to. They're not going to do that again. They're not going to no. waste our fucking time with another another one of those. Maybe in the I, series that preempts. You know, the movies like this year two story and the series that's coming to it was it HBO Max or was it just CW? There's a, yeah, there's a, like a year one type thing. Yeah. Yeah. So this is supposed to take year, place in the second year of Batman. Mm-hmm. That's what Matt Reeves has said. But the the Gotham and we got like, City like Jeff, Police Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey show. Wright is Commissioner Gordon. He looks dope. Paul Dano I, is the Riddler. I fucking love Paul Dano. And, and all those scenes that you saw in the trailer take place during the daylight of Gotham. So like that's actually what it looks like. Like that's yeah. how bright that place well, gets. No. So I I forgot that this movie was coming out. So like when I first when I first someone share share the trailer, I was like, yeah, it's a pretty good parody trailer. Like, like oh no, that's the hell gonna do it. That's doing a parody. That was that was the same same reaction I had. I was looking at a bunch of meme videos, and I'm like, oh man, these. These cosplay vids are getting funny. I was like, oh shit, they were making a movie. I looked it up. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I, I looked it up and I showed it to my girlfriend and, and we were watching it and I was like, huh, what do you think of Robert Pattinson's Batman? She's like, that was fucking Robert Pattinson? No way. <laughs> She's like, I don't know how I feel about that. My and favorite just, was uh, when they had this screenshot of Robert Pattinson with the eye makeup and they were yeah, like, yeah, My yeah, Chemical yeah. Romance wishes they were as dark as this. 
uh, Ralph Oppel, who's like a longtime Geekscapist, he just took like a screen grab of Robert Pattinson looking dour with like his bangs and everything. And he just took a line from Little Nicky, the Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> and it said, Popeye's fucking rules. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I just I, I I think this this whole era of Batman was predicted by the guys over at Mega sixty four because about eight years six or seven years ago they made a video called the new Batman and he's like I'm a Puerto Rican guy and I use a gun and wear a trench coat and then two years later Batman had a fucking gun and a trench coat yep so, uh, was, uh, like, hell yeah yeah but now he wears the gun on his chest. <laughs> and it was the gun that killed his parents. I think the Batmobile looked cool too. Derek's, yeah, Derek's holding out hope. He's like, no, just, it's you. Trust me, it's a whole new fresh thing. I'm just a sucker. Like I realized over this, you know, long period of staying home and and thinking about <laughs> how sad I am that I'm a, I'm a sucker for hype. And like final product, like whatever. I don't like half the time. I don't give a shit. Don't even watch it. Don't even play what, it. But like the fucking take- trailers, it's all what? Huh? Oh, uh-huh. Sorry. Huh? Uh, we're all going to go see it. It was pretty well, badass. I was going to say, we. Um, one of the things I saw on the list of stuff we were going to talk about, so I'll just get there anyway, is uh, during a recent recording of Horror Movie Night, my nice brother... Plug. That wasn't yeah, on the list. Uh, my brother just like <laughs> randomly in the conversation was like, can we all... Can we just admit that the Bill and Ted trailer doesn't look as good as we're acting like it actually looks? And we're just really excited to see like a nostalgic trip. And we had a Stephen Bay from Analog Jones on as our guest. And he's like, I don't care if it's the biggest piece of shit. I'm going to get up and walk out of my living room and say, thank God there was a movie that I could watch this year. Boy, hold on, Matt. Um I disagree with Brian, and I'm sad that he's been married just a few weeks, and he's already sad and down on everything. <laughs> <laughs> that, that 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 took me a few years before I hit that point. Uh, I think that the Bill and Ted face the music trailers have all been awesome, promising. I am totally going to go to the drive-in and go see this movie. And gets, the like, Weezer song like that came out and the music video that, to it is awesome. And I'm totally hyped about Bill and Ted say, uh, you know, the Bill and Ted three. I, I can't wait to see this movie. I'm, Do you guys I'm get like, like a good chunk of new movies at your drive-ins? Like, I think we have one drive-in in the province that I live in. Uh, and it's like only an hour from here or something. It's only like an hour from me. And, and it only plays like old, like, Older not that there's been yeah. that much new stuff, but it's really only old stuff. Well, so um, there's there's a it was, drive-in. Too, yeah, oh, yeah. I was gonna say there's a drive-in like an hour and a half from me that I'm gonna go to in two weeks. But they're doing like just the like some of the coolest like triple features. Like mm-hmm. I'm going the night that I'm going, it's a triple feature of Sleepaway Camp with Felicia Rose introducing the movie. The fun, course, to, uh, Toby Hooper's Fun House and Friday the Thirteenth uh, Seven New Blood, but then they're also doing like two weeks later they're doing like Chopping Mall with Jim yeah, Wynorski yeah. introducing it and like Redneck Zombies yeah. with Lloyd Kaufman. Well, and and doing Matt, that. Oh, I mean, every single one of those movies, Geekscape, is if you oh, zoom in on the video, are on his <laughs> desk, to drive right out of his shelf. He does not need to be going to the drive-in. Uh, it the, 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 the might be an excuse to get out of the house. 
The drive-in here. Matt, you don't actually have to find the, the video. <laughs> you don't need to show us. We believe that Matt, you have. Matt, come on. Totally Matt, if you, Matt, if you prove it to us, it'll just make us more depressed. <laughs> the uh, the drive-in that's near me is doing very similar stuff. Like tonight, they're playing like Candyman and Army of Darkness. When oh, wow. Mikhail and I went like a month ago, and it was super oh, weird because when you movies, got it. <laughs> when, uh, we went, we went, we went like a month ago, and it was The Goonies uh, and The Lost Boys, and Mikhail had never seen either of them. Um, also, it's super weird going because it's kind of they just kind of threw shit together once they were allowed to like open again and so like the like wall of movie posters it, it like feels so like this like weird post-apocalyptic thing because it's all posters for movies that have dates that have already passed and that should already be out by now like it was like wonder woman and ghostbusters afterlife and like all yeah. these movies and tenet and all of these movies that should have come out like like sometime over the past few months it was really weird well the theater that's near us it's uh four screen it's like it's usually a swap meet but it's got four screens oh, wow. uh, on like opposite ends of the parking mm-hmm. lot from each other huge 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 uh paved area with like the concession stand area in the mm-hmm. center and one screen will be like you said retro movies That's where they'll cool. show yeah. like indiana yeah. jones and ghostbusters and then one screen will have uh two screens will have new releases that's where i saw uh dark okay. of night yeah. uh the vast of night when horror movie night movie Oh yeah, God. horror movie night suggested Vast Night, and I saw it at the, the drive-in. But they're all double screens, uh, double headers. I know that that's awesome. W- one screens for kids, one screens retro, and then two screens have roughly new yeah. releases. I th- oh. I want to go see New Mutants because that's not getting a VOD release, and I yeah. definitely want to see Bill and Ted as well. But I doubt they're playing them back to back. I think they're going to ma- ask me to come Get back twice. Two tickets, yeah, yeah, because those are like the two new movies that are kind yeah, of totally. Yeah. Our uh, yeah, ours is like one screen, and it's like this massive parking lot. And if you're not there like two hours early, it's like you you can't even see the fucking thing. But so I, I, but it's I, one screen, and they just it's a crapshoot as to what they play. I got I, I, I got a question. I want to. Uh, Sorry, the audience. Yeah. Um, I, I was never like a huge, like every weekend go see a movie. I would go see like the mm-hmm. tentpole movie that I wanted to see. Like my hype film was yeah. uh, Bond in April, uh, but that got pushed to November. And then it, who knows when that's going to come out. What do you guys, wh- what's everyone's opinion on um, uh, companies like Disney doing the, the Mulan for $30 or these other, you know, $30 tickets for home? Yeah. Um, do you think that'll be uh, something that people are going to stay with or what's, what's the, I, you guys are I, like the movie I guys. hope so. I no. like $30, yeah. I think feels a little high, although at that point you're, you're basically buying it as long as you're, I, the one thing I don't like about the Mulan thing is that it's locked behind a Disney plus subscription. Like yeah. if you're going to sell it right. for the $30 or whatever, like throw it on iTunes, like throw it anywhere that, so people can get it. Yeah. Um, like you're selling, you're trying to mask, like sell more subscriptions by getting behind this. That, but when yeah. Like you have to go behind the paywall of Disney yeah. plus, but luckily, I mean, I caught it right when uh, Verizon had a deal where it was like free for a year. Oh, right. so yeah. I'm like lucking out already yeah. that I have Disney plus for free at the moment, but I 30 bucks is way less than I would have spent at a normal totally. movie yeah. theater. Yeah. yeah. So well, I, like in between the two of us, my boyfriend and I, uh, yeah. and like, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. So, well, I mean, and when when Universal thing, was like, doing, they did their rentals for like Invisible Man and The Hunt for like twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Like I rented like several of those because I want to see new movies. I can't go to the theater like and twenty dollars. Like I've probably probably spent like one ticket is twenty dollars. Like when when I would go with with my fiance. Yeah. Like, no, I, money, Derek. So yeah, don't yeah, be, yeah. We don't, don't have two dollar tickets right. here. What are you talking about? This is an American. Money. You guys have two dollar yeah. tickets? <laughs> no, oh, that's no. never mind. Exchange when the movie like, pass. 
that's what I was going to say. That's where it sucks for like, literally, if you're if you're like a couple and you're going together, then like, yeah, the, the rental for 30. Someone like me who's like I know, sing, by yourself. single dude who's been like riding the AMC and the Regal card to see like four movies a week. I ain't paying no 30. I feel so bucks. bad for you. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like. But, I will say that that's the hardest thing too because yeah. like you can't be like hey everybody come over and like yeah. watch this movie with me because then yeah. you're just like exposing everybody yeah. but yeah yeah I will say I my friend posed she was like why not just have like a single person ticket like I I'm the only person in my house like that's the thing yeah. that sucks is that, like, oh I yeah I get that I get that only let me get it for ten dollars because I'm single living by myself I don't need to pay thirty dollars it and they yeah, would tell zero thirty dollars it saves money for a family but not for a single hey, person if, yeah. if once Bill Gates nano machines come out they'll be able to tell how many people are in a room and then you can get your ten dollar Disney Disney Plus tickets there you go like, your trackers sign me up give me one of those regal amc cards while you're at it but i will i gotta pay I for every fucking like, ticket man <laughs> i will say like the mulan thing like i i get it but i also feel like it sets it sets a really fucking weird precedent because like what's the stop netflix from being like oh you want that stranger thing season four well it's a 30 it's an extra 30 dollar charge now on top of your netflix feed to get it that's the interesting thing too but like it will eventually come onto streaming so yeah. and that's the thing too it's like i'm not i'm paying 30 bucks to get a movie early that i know by like november will just be on disney plus anyway yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah that is a, it's kind of the thing where it's just like do you want to watch it immediately so that you can be a part of the conversation or do you want to just wait a little bit and experience it for either free or for however much the hey if if comic-con has told me anything the bastards that'll line up for six hours or no t- 24 hours to go watch a panel that's going to be on youtube that afternoon they want to be first they yeah. want to be my first. uh my last my last little packet of szechuan sauce is about to expire so i gotta get on it right away <laughs> I, um, I got a, I, I got another question uh, uh katie how many streaming services do you subscribe to Oh my gosh! Oh, probably almost all of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, we have HBO Max, we have Disney Plus, we have uh, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime. Yeah, it, we go for like, and it's it's. I will admit, it, like, it's split between a couple of people. So like, it's myself and my boyfriend. We pretty much have the main ones, and then we have some people that are related to us <laughs> that have subscriptions and like allow us to watch their stuff. And like, Disney Plus was free, so it's like you know. We, we touch and go with all this stuff. Yeah. And, and I guess kind of similar answers from everybody. Everyone's got multiple. Yeah, yeah. We, ha- we have a lot less streaming services than you guys do. But I have like uh, Disney Plus, Netflix. We have one big one called Crave TV, which is where you get HBO here. Shutter, oh. WWE Network. Uh, uh, others probably. Hey, hey Derek, if you, want the, if you want to use my, uh, my VPN password, you can get you that USA uh, Netflix. Oh, I have a VPN. <laughs> Use it then. So, vpn.com slash geekscape TV. So, the jury pretty much is like if you're a family of five and you got kids, the Milan thing is a deal. Because yeah. Disney is really only $13. At least I think I paid $13 for like the Hulu ESPN. Yeah. I just think it's, it's bold though that if you're like, I'm buying this for $30, oh, next year I do not wish to continue my Disney Plus because I didn't actually watch all the nostalgic shit that I was expecting to watch mm-hmm. and I was excited for before this came out. Like, you then lose access to that movie. But you're also getting, and now, but you're going to start getting the Marvel shows. You're going to start getting a Mandalorian yeah. season two. That's true. That's I hear true. Hawkeye's about okay, to Okay, I'll do it for another year. 
Like Hawkeye is about to go into production. I'm hearing they started filming a Paul Thomas Anderson movie here in Encino. So right. the, the Hollywood productions are slowly starting to eke back. They have to satisfy a whole list of yeah, requirements by SAG. Next production company had to shut down because they had an outbreak. Yeah. So you just have to be super careful and take it one step at a time. I've been watching the NBA playoffs and there have been zero outbreaks for almost two months there, but they are in a bubble. So if you can figure out how to make something in a bubble, then I think that's the safest way to go. Were, um, weren't they uh, shacking up uh, all the NBA players at Disney World? Yeah, they're in Orlando, and so is the uh, Major League Soccer and all that stuff. But it's it's been pretty incredible to watch. And I know this isn't a sports show, but it is just pure basketball because there is no home court advantage mm-hmm. and there's no travel. So the, the players are all rested. They don't have to sit mm-hmm. in hotels. They don't have to get on planes. Wow. They don't have to get on buses. And the basketball has been phenomenal. It's incredible. Really? What, what, uh, I've been you, loving it. Did you see that? Uh, uh, it was um, L.A. versus, oh, shoot. Dallas? Um, the yeah. little Doncic shot? Yes. Yeah, he, yeah, he's incredible. Yeah. He's yeah. incredible. You're starting to see people at the best. My guy, Donovan Mitchell, has had two 50-point games in a single series, and it's phenomenal. Only three other players have done that. Michael Jordan, Wilt Chamberlain, and Allen Iverson. And my guy, Donovan Mitchell, the Spider-Man, who you know Geekscape is from those Spider-Man Far From Home commercials with Tom Holland. Uh, what, uh, what, what, one more one more sports question. Uh, what do you think about the, uh, the piped-in fake audio that they're doing? I love it. And I think that it's important for players to get hyped up and, and hear yeah. like, rewards from the crowd if they do something well. Yeah. Otherwise, they're just yelling at each other. I know. Uh, and, and I think it's cool seeing like – they're like broadcasting fans from home on the screens and yeah. stuff like that. That's They've cool. had players' families doing their their game intros, so they'll have their oh, really? kids being like from so and so at guard, That's and cool. my dad, and they'll say their name. And like the players are getting so hyped, and I think they're going to carry out a lot of this stuff into the into the season. And I think that we're seeing a lot of stuff theatrical, comic books, video games, all this distribution, all this exhibition, all this stuff is happening. We're all going to start seeing that play out once the the uh, the, the whole pandemic is over, and so something like I, I think what you said was really smart that you know the the Milan thing does set a precedent for places like Netflix to start charging more. My question, looking at New Mutants, was New Mutants seemed like a lower risk. I thought about it back and forth with Ian over the weekend because I'm going to go see New Mutants so that Ian and I can talk about it here on mm-hmm. Geekscape next week, and. New Mutants is one of those movies that just got kind of lost in the shuffle between Fox and Disney. Maybe it wasn't that good of a movie. We'll find out this weekend. It had like extensive reshoots. But my question for Disney was, if you're going to do this program where you charge a little bit extra for a movie uh, to come out and you're not doing VOD, why not test it out on New Mutants? But really, with something like this that's, that's risky and they've gotten a lot of feedback on it, they did kind of need a slam dunk movie, and Mulan or, or Black Widow was that movie. If they had yeah. done, yeah, done it with New Mutants and been like, hey, we're going to charge you $15 more, more for New Mutants, A, it wouldn't have worked on Disney Plus because it's a children's platform, and New Mutants looks like a Marvel horror film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, if it flops, there is no doing it for Mulan. Right, right. now. Right. And that's, I, I mean, let's be honest. Of all of the movies that were supposed to come out in 2020, is anyone shocked that New Mutants is the first one that they're testing this, like, hey, we're <laughs> opening up the theaters with? Because, like, to me, it's like, all right, this is the movie that... You, you didn't been... see Unhinged with Russell Crowe? Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, I mean, that... Or the, like, what was the, or the what SpongeBob was the, movie. What was the Shilla Booth one? 
I know Shia LaBeouf was in, he was in something. Never mind, carry yeah. on. But like, you know I mean? like, like, I just felt like, okay, this is the movie that's been bouncing back. I've seen 14 different oh, fucking yeah. New Mutant yeah. posters in movie theaters over the last All in different release dates. Yeah, like, of course, of course they're going to use the pen. Like, this is like when you have like a, a failing restaurant and Corona happens and you don't offer takeout service. So you can just say that Corona is why it failed. Like you're like, all right, like, like you're just like, all right, like let's just fucking put it out. That's solid business advice, Matt. That's, yeah. solid, that's you know, you know, I'm washed. I'm out. I'm out. And a part Corona, of me would think, I, I don't know. A part it's of me would think that this, Unprecedented. Is a, it was, this is a perfect DOD movie, too. Like, a lot of these horror movies are doing okay right now because yeah. we featured a lot of them on the show recently, but you have a day-and-date VOD release. New Mutants would be a perfect movie to be like, hey, we're going to release it in theaters, wherever you can go see it. I think it's a perfect drive-in movie. I'm really excited to go see it in a drive-in because, yeah. like, who cares if you get distracted? You're having fun. It's like a picnic in your car. But uh, they are not going to be able to put it out on VOD because of the presence of, of Disney+. Plus. You can't just go and VOD that movie at the same time because you have this entire streaming service that you're also releasing a ton of stuff on. But I Isn't know from inside fact they lost a ton of money on Onward because yeah. of Onward, yeah. It was, well, it, it was, was like in theaters for like a week. And then, yeah. and then with it was the last like, thing I saw in yeah. theaters. What, yeah. what were you going to say, Katie? I was just going to say it was such a blessing to have, though, at the beginning of the pandemic totally. because it was like I was obviously not going out at all. And then that came out on Disney Plus. And it was, I thought it was 10 times better than I probably would have thought going to see it in the theaters <laughs> because it was just like everything was so novel at the time. Um, and seeing like a major release just on my home TV and like having the wherewithal to just like pause it. And like, I need to go grab another like LaCroix or something like that. And then come back and be like, yeah, this, it was so moving and I cried so much. And I, I know they lost a lot of money on that, but man, they'll probably make it back once everything comes back. I mean, Maybe. I mean, they're still sitting on Soul. There's, uh, Pixar's got a few yeah, movies yeah. that were supposed to release. Well, they're sitting on Disney. Disney had their first loss. Uh, oh yeah, like, loss in twenty years. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, how much of that was buoyed by the parks? Usually, mm-hmm. when when Disney's making big sure. money, we're talking about the parks. We're talking about yeah. those theme parks, and that was like the thing that they got a lot of criticism for opening because it's not safe to open those theme parks up, but that is the backbone of the yeah. business of the park. Well, and, and how much do you think this, like this whole situation, like I can't imagine the growth that Disney plus had because of this. Like right. I, it's in like, I think they said like 55 million paying customers already or something. Which, well, why isn't Quibi doing it? That, right? then? I'm paying We're for it. it. I'm paying ask, for it. Is, is anybody, is anybody paying for Quibi at the moment? Yes, I forgot to say that one. <laughs> but that one but, is it is it worth it? Because like I know no, no one. Yeah, it's worth that. it's worth the free trial. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but there's the I don't know. There's a few things that I've really enjoyed on there. All of them I would have enjoyed more if I didn't have to watch them in seven or eight minute chunks. Um, right. Honestly, yeah. I think I I was into the idea of Quibi from the start from someone who like prior. <laughs> <laughs> Prior to this, I was like taking the train to work and like, you know, spending two right. hours a day, like getting to work yeah. and back. And, and, and I had time for that sort of stuff. And um, so I was really into the idea of it. I think it was a really novel idea that launched at the worst possible time like ever. Um, it was either going to be the best possible time or the worst possible yeah, yeah, time. Yeah. Boy, did it not hit. I remember I shot a little of something for Quibi the day what? before oh. quarantine. Really? And I was like, is anyone ever gonna? Yeah, see this? <laughs> and it's it's like I don't know. Like it, 
when they launched too, like it was they they the whole like only from your phone thing and they were really pushing that and they didn't have like you couldn't use a chromecast you couldn't use airplay so it's like why would i watch them why would i watch something on my tiny ass phone there's not even an ipad app why would i watch something on my phone when i have a giant ass tv like six feet in front of me that i could just watch well, stuff on? like i think it's supposed to be marketed towards like a younger crowd that can only watch stuff on their phone they don't have the tv they don't have like yeah. I'm not the it. younger crowd anymore. That's or a human trafficker, or somebody working <laughs> on drugs, or somebody who just uses burner phones. Like that's basically <laughs> it. Because yeah, everyone, every kid has an iPad. I think parents yeah. make sure that kids have iPads. And watching it on anything, I mean, as a filmmaker, it makes me feel good that the idea of watching it on a small screen did not take off, and people yeah. want to see it on the best displays. I, I remember. I remember you way back on the revision three days to say nobody's going to watch a fucking movie on a, um, on a phone. And yeah. Uh, hey, at least, you know, at least you're consistent. With your I brain. also find it funny because a lot of the content on there is, I mean, it's fairly like mature subject matter wise, like half the stuff that's on there, I would not feel comfortable putting on, on a train. Like, yeah. 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 I remember sitting on a, a subway here in LA and I was with my friend Nick Scown, who's been on the show before, and we're and he and he elbows me and he goes, "Look at that guy!" And the guy was looking at porn on his phone on the subway here yeah. in LA, Classy. and uh, he gave no fucks. So he's definitely watching Quibi right now. <laughs> Katie, uh, what uh, what did you film? Uh, did did it get released? Can people see it? I you have to go to her fans only. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah, I honestly don't remember what it was called. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is, I don't More people are going to watch that Cabin in the Woods thing Matt talked about at the beginning <laughs> of the show than watch Quibi. Yeah, I really. It was like it was a one day shoot. I did like a really small scene, and like, and I remember it just being like, I don't know. I think there's cur- like curfew happened. Like we got notifications on our phone. Mm on set <laughs> it was just like we got to get going and we got to get home <laughs> and i honestly i made very little money on that so i really don't remember what the hell it was <laughs> but there was some olympic athlete that was supposed to be like i told you she was my physical superior i told you and it was just like, no. i just thought that ha- halfway <laughs> through your else. shoot halfway through your shoot the cast is like um can you pay me in toilet paper <laughs> Remember the early days, guys. Remember the early days of the pandemic. It's so much more innocent. How how funny is this that we're like reminiscing like four or five months ago? Like it's yeah, 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 like it was like years ago. But it does feel like it was years ago. I don't remember the last time I left my house at this point. So who remembers Tiger King? (laughs) (laughs) No, I remember there were restaurants having deals where they would give you extra stuff and they would give you a roll of toilet paper with these like yes, yeah. My favorite meme that I've seen in the last couple weeks is it was like. It was like every commercial in March and it was like, in these tough times, we care about our family. And it's like commercials now. It's like, might as well get it at a Burger King. (laughs) (laughs) On the road. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? We're in this together. Buy a Toyota. Um, (laughs) We'll just send it to you. Just buy it online. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You can buy the guy from Verizon will like sit in his car and help you set it up from like across. It's like just weird shit that's going on now. Speaking of pandemic, I think I asked Matt and Jonathan already on a previous show, but have you guys picked up any quarantine COVID uh, like new hobbies, new habits? Uh, I've gotten tested four times, which has been for my own safety. And and yeah. I got to tell you, I'm going to rank the ways that you get tested. 
right now. I've been tested four times, three different ways. The mouth swab is definitely the way you want to go. There's a mouth swab. Wow. There's a mouth swab, yeah. which is the fun. You put it around your mouth. You put it in a little tube. and you. Why, are, why aren't they all mouth swabs? Like, why would you, you want the I don't know. It's science, and I'm dumb. Okay. So the one that is fun is the long <laughs> Q-tip that you put right back to your brain, and it's a Q-tip. Michaela had to get that one. It's fuzzy. You move it around for 10 seconds each nostril, and it makes you laugh. And, and you cough a little bit, and it's it's fun. It's it's cute. Then the one that we did in South Carolina, once we got to South Carolina, I wanted to be safe, uh, which is like the Q-tip one, but it's just a plastic scraper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and oh, they wow. put it to the back of your brain, oh. and they rotate it, and you can feel it scrape, 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 scraping. And then they pull it out, and as it, right before they put it in the uh, little tube, to put it in the Ziploc bag to send off testing, you just want to make sure there's no blood on it. Like I, I was looking at this thing going to the tube, and I was like, "Is that blood? Is that skin? What is that?" It was horrid. Oh, uh, so uh, that that that's, was, uh, that's number three. That is lowest on the on the. That, luckily, that I'll hand it to that once. That's uh, that's how the magicians do the nail and the the face trick is they just go into that sinus cavity. Yeah, and you know what? Like the that whole that cotton swab, which you, when when the dude was like, "Hey, put this as far, put this as far into your nose, tilt your head back, put this all the way back." Wait, you had to put, you have to put the thing. Yeah, back yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he had, he had a, he had a glove. He put it. He had, I had to crack my window. He handed it into my. It yeah. was a drive up. I, yeah. I, I he handed it to me through the cracked window, and then I rolled up the window and. The instructions were take this swab. It looked like the length of my arm, like it was super long, yeah. uh, the length of my forearm. And yeah. is this cotton swab on a, a stick? And he said, lean back, open your mouth, and like like send this back of your nostril and swab it until it stops, and then and then rotate it and swab oh, it uh, on both nostrils for ten seconds. Yeah. And he watched me through the window as I did it, and I was just like, it made me want to sneeze. It made me giggle. It was fun. Um, and now, like, now I just put all sorts of crap in my nose. I think it's great. <laughs> hey, there you go. Were you surprised by how far it went back? Oh God, yes. I was like, yeah. it's only going to go to. Oh my God, it's still going. It's still going. It's oh still going. God. And then it just goes thunk, and you're like, Ugh. I think that's my brain. <laughs> I'm, running out, I'm running out of stick up. here. It was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, so I it learned was, a lot about myself. I. A little personal, but years ago I went to get an STI exam, STD exam, and um, as you do to be safe. And mm-hmm. the doc uh, was my first one. I did it for my it, partner, not so that I would stop peeing blood. Yeah, um, but I walk in and this doctor was like, he's like, "Hey, how's it going today?" Here, I was like, "Yeah, I'm just just getting safe." He's like, "Okay, well," um, and he pulls out one of those long Q-tips. He's like, "We're gonna take this <laughs> and we're gonna shove it down your penis." Mm-hmm. Wait, and I looked, what? And I was like. Hopefully, uh, okay. uh, I don't think uh, Google didn't say that. And he was like, really? Hold on. I'll be right back. And he comes back. He's like, so we don't do that anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just covering for somebody. I'm a foot doctor. Uh, oh my God. So just, just be in this cup. Yeah, you, had, like, you had a podiatrist trying to do an STD test. <laughs> yeah, he was. It was a free clinic in Wasilla, Alaska. I mean, there was like cousin, sibling, like you know, parents and stuff. It was, mm, you know, it was, Sarah Palin was there. It was great. But um, yeah. and, uh, what, Shane's, what, what Shane's saying is that that was the only time he's had one, and he still doesn't actually know if he has no. <laughs> no, no it, it broke off inside, and it's just you know. he didn't want to give them his phone number because they'd use it to track. Remember when Shane came to Comic Con and that person made up the fact that like Shane was the mo- da- like baby mama? 
Oh yeah, when baby I, when daddy. I, when I had a yeah, child I was through... by myself with him. We spent an entire Comic Con thinking. <laughs> oh, we were still on the way back when it was all falling apart. Yeah, yeah. We, we were still on the way. We were still on the way to San Diego. And then I, I get a phone call a couple months later. I get a phone call like like I think two <laughs> months later, a month or two later, that was like she made it all up. No, <laughs> he that, was vindicated. It was oh man, you know you know. Just want to say fuck you, Amy. All right, I knew that wasn't mine. All right, <laughs> <laughs> game ain't weak. When that, I'm, no, no, no. Th- th- okay, when that on, kid on. came out Asian, Shane <laughs> was so happy. I, I am wheels down in in Lindbergh Field, San Diego, eight a.m. She calls me. Hey, are you sitting down? I'm like, no, fuck you. None of this. What? Hey, I'm pregnant. Um. Okay, don't worry. I'm gonna get an abortion. Two days later, hey, I went to a psychic. The psychic said I shouldn't get an abortion. Okay, I guess <laughs> the I'm. Psychic should have told you not told yeah. her not to sleep with you. So, yeah, <laughs> I but it was some other dude. Yeah, worst friend on the planet. Shane's just drinking his sorrows, crying and drinking his sorrows at the bar, and I'm trying to find a Wi-Fi connection to watch the WWF. (laughs) (laughs) Trapped. He's like texting me every like four seconds. He's like, okay, Carmella's on SmackDown. Like, (laughs) (laughs) it was WWF draft. I needed to know. Shane's on his 19th drink. Yeah, and it was, I remember that day, like, John comes walking up. He's like, hey, Shane, how's it going? I'm like, I'm going to be a father i'm crying in the lobby of the hotel bawling and, and john's like i brought you a surface go <laughs> i don't know the, the, the story Best that i always the story i always tell about that particular trip and i'm so glad that shane's here to share it is that like it was like three years in a row that i've been running the booth but sleeping on the floor to like give people bed space i was like i want a bed this year like that's oh. the only thing i'm asking for <laughs> is i want a bed and we're like no that's fine that's fine so then we go to set up the booth, but you like stay to like not take, care of, take <laughs> care of stuff. And yeah, the, the problem with Shane coming to set up the booth was you had to cross streets to get there, and Shane definitely would have walked into traffic. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Shane's like, I'm going to just try to rest up so I'm good for Comic Con. So the plan was Derek and John were getting one bed, and then Shane and I would have the other. And then we come back to the hotel room after setting up the booth and Shane is in just his boxers spread out across the bed. And he's got like the alcohol sweats going. So I was just like, <laughs> I'll sleep on the floor. I'll just sleep on the floor. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, not, that, the air, Matt, not the air. That, that may have, if you had slept in that bed with him, you may have gotten pregnant. Yeah. Matt, just from what, all the fluid that was going on in that bed. Uh, Man, I can't imagine what it's like to be a guy and get that kind of, phone call i had a i had a host, a host one time asked me she he was like katie do you have any kids you don't know about and i was like we don't know i'm pretty clean <laughs> the um the the thing that still pisses me off is that she went to a music festival did too much acid and forgot to took her birth control came back decided to take five at once Sorry, they're not Skittles. I don't fucking work that way. You let everybody know. Hey, but you know what? There was two other guys. I, that was a okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so I, Shane, Shane and I, Shane and I would have these uh, discussions where Shane would feel like his, he was going astray. He, you know, his life wasn't turning out. We'd have these big brother discussions, and they would usually come down to uh, Shane. Did you get that earlier advice from somebody who hangs out at raves and does drugs? <laughs> and Shane would be like. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> maybe stop hanging out with those people. 
Yeah. Well, and look yeah. at him now. Shane's doing awesome. Over 500 days sober. There you go. Great. I've never been more successful in my life. And he will not uh, be crashing those virtual planes in Microsoft's <laughs> simulator. And I, I got a new uh, vinyl record pickup. Ooh. Ooh. Some Rick Ash. Oh Ashley. my gosh. Rick Ashley. Oh, that, that is that the greatest did you, just, did you just Rick yeah. roll us on? Yeah. <laughs> he just Rick rolled us in visuals. Yeah. Uh, well, guys and Katie, uh, <laughs> that was fun. Uh, anything, else, anything else we want to uh, cover here on the round table before we let Rody back uh, to enjoy their days? So the quantum fabric. Oh, is- no, 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 no. I feel no. like I've learned so much about you in this hour. <laughs> so, so I just. I'm just watched. excited for the Batman. Uh, <laughs> There's gonna be some sick fucking Mondo posters oh, for that movie. <laughs> I just watched a really great documentary that's only available on YouTube. Uh, which no, it's not the type of stuff that Shane watches. Um, it's uh, seven? defunct. It's a uh, defunct land, which is a really great YouTube channel that yeah. basically just oh, does yeah, yeah. these like little. They normally do like fifteen to twenty minute documentaries about like closed apartment uh, amusement park rides. Yeah. They oh, just, wow. but they just put out an, a ninety minute documentary called Live from the Space Stage, and it's about how for three months Disneyland had a Star Wars Kiss mashup band called Halix that played and they got big enough that like record labels were scouting them to like go on like national tours and like it's just the whole career of this band. Hold you on, Matt, watch it. Matt, what's the name of this channel? Uh Defunct Land. Yeah, Defunct there's tons Land. of really interesting stuff on there. That sounds awesome. I'll say, let me see if I can at least just pull up a picture of what this band looked like, John, because it looks like the cast of the movies you watch. That's right. <laughs> they did a they did a cool one about uh, what you know. The HBO Max has that documentary coming out, Class Action Park, about yeah, I can't park, wait. Like, a bunch of people died at. I'm really excited for that. Even though I live in Canada, so I don't know how I'm going to watch it. Oh, um, oh my gosh, that's the band. Wow. But Defunct Land did one about that <laughs> park, and that's how I learned about that park in the first place. Yeah, I, that that was that's the thing that makes me want to get HBO Max is that yeah. documentary on that Class Action Park. Yeah, that, that weird ass park. In like Missouri or something, where like a no. bunch of adults are just like, let's just no. go do some crazy stuff. Jersey, Jersey, it's my it's in Jersey. <laughs> it's like, That makes what? sense. That makes what sense. What were you gonna say, Katie? I was just gonna say, if you get HBO Max, there's so many things you have to watch. Perry Mason, for one. I cannot wait for season two when it's gonna be all Zoom calls. Um, <laughs> and then also, Lovecraft Country is so. Oh, Lovecraft good. Country is great. Mm-hmm. I've only so seen good. the first episode so far. It's the on episodes. Bonkers. Yeah, yeah. You can watch yeah, it. And I heard if you just say you're related yeah, to Katie, like she'll give you her password. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got the HBO, so I definitely want to check out Lovecraft Country, especially uh-huh. since we just finished Umbrella Academy season two, which was awesome. And you know, Umbrella um, Academy is so good. I'm, I'm only a few episodes one. into this new season, and I, I, for some reason, I hesitated watching it, and then like. Hesitated? Hesitated? He hesitated on the word hesitated. Uh, and then, like, I don't know why I was putting it off. And then, ten minutes in, I'm like, why? The, like this? It's just so fucking well done and so stylish, mm-hmm. like the Batman. Oh no! <laughs> well, the, um, if you have AT and T, you get free HBO Max. Okay. So that's um, and they they have all the Jonathan's Kurt a T-Mobile movies. man. T-Mobile yeah. guy. Got it my T-Mobile Tuesdays. If you're into those like, old uh, Kurosawa movies, Akira Kurosawa's, they have all those in, in fully up res. That's, yeah, I've been nerding out on that. Okay, so HBO Max, I'm sitting on the fence, but at the same time, like, I can't wait for there to be like 
30, 40 of these streaming services, and then someone comes <laughs> out. Does anybody have Peacock? Someone's going to come out with a equivalent of a cable package for streaming services. Yeah. No, it's, it's 100% going to happen. There's going to be some kind of a la carte. I mean, Sling is technically that kind of thing, mm-hmm. only with channels. But I yeah. mean, yeah. Disney Plus is already doing it. You're getting the Hulu, the, <laughs> the yeah. ESPN, and the Disney Plus in one. Derek, I really realized this until you just said it, but like, I like that the newest Batman movie is basically named the way my grandfather refers to him. As <laughs> Batman. Oh, you're watching the Batman. <laughs> yeah, my mom, uh, you know, and some people from an older generation say that about uh, people who are not the Batman. They are just uh, different, uh, either in race or sexual orientation. <laughs> and they put the blank in front of them. Oh, are they the gay or the yeah. <laughs> It happens, and you know what? Uh, just I don't think we're going to correct the older generation. Have we learned anything in this last couple months of civil unrest? Some they won't of them be just, that much longer. They, they just need to go to sleep. It's just like you're, it's all right. You gotta, you know, my mom. My, it's like when my mom wanted to learn Instagram. I was like, Mom, you don't need to learn Instagram. In the time you got, uh, don't be on Instagram. You're uh, you're from Austin, right? Yes, sir. Well, I've only heard there's two things from Texas. <laughs> Here's the thing, Shane. When we were driving from Austin uh, back to Los Angeles, we were maybe 15 minutes out of Austin, and outside this giant ranch was a, a giant flag in a field that just said, God, guns, and Trump. <laughs> <laughs> it was enormous. You could have draped, draped it over our apartment. Uh, we were sitting there. Like, God, in guns, the and Trump. And, the, in, in our, and it wasn't like a homemade sign. There's somebody out there manufacturing enormous freaking like fumigation size size flags that just say God's guns and Trump. I I sell, I sell printing. I was going to say, I think Wayne prints those. uh, I sell printing. I will take anybody's money. If it's been nuts. I've been taking money. Well, it's bonkers. I'm like, these are competing campaigns uh, and they're on the same press. If they, they're from the same sheet of paper. You think if they knew, they would be a little upset? <laughs> yeah. We'll there's uh, there's two neighbors that I see every time that I go for my daily walk uh, where I like to believe that they're feuding neighbors because the one person has like a giant Trump 2020 sign, like flag on their flagpole and the neighbor directly across their street has their trash cans and recycling cans just say Trump's a fucking clown in big letters. <laughs> <in Washington>. <laughs> <laughs> well bad. It, what if it's just his upstairs parents and they just tell him around He's like, I'm going to go now. <laughs> They're across the hallway from each other yelling at each other. <laughs> Take out the trash. You're the trash. Yeah. Well, well all right. Do you, have, uh, do you have racism in uh, Canada, Derek? Yeah, it's alive and well. Ugh. Yeah. Have you not heard of First Nations, Shane? Like, it's they treat them pretty bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that was that was a joke. Um, yeah. How's that? Uh, how's, never mind. I was going to get into no, Canadian no. politics. Oh, it's midnight here. Oh, yeah, right. whoa, hey, let's, let's, oh, it's <laughs> midnight where I'm at. Canadian. Look, look forward to the uh, to the Derek and Shane hosted Canadian politics show joining the Geekscape hey. Network coming up because I'm sure that Derek will start that podcast long before he ever gives us another video game podcast. The ratings go. Every time uh, you make a joke about that, it gets delayed. It adds month. like another month. <laughs> uh, 
Derek, would you host a video game podcast on the network with Katie? Could I get Katie to motivate you to do a podcast with you or anything? If if you had to share the burden of doing a Geekscape pod, video game podcast, I'm just like I'm just re- yes, yes, yes but I'm just I'm trying to rework. Well, I'm not actually. I haven't done anything. <laughs> I like to rework it so it takes a little bit less work without <laughs> having Matt needing to edit it. I'm in a transitionary period, you know. I'm, I'm taking a leap year, going abroad, but you know, maybe discovering you know. myself. <laughs> I'm just saying, we have the PS5 coming out. We got the new Xbox. Yeah. Like, we, yeah. we need you, man. I, need I you. mean, I heard that there was there was rumblings of a Geekscape Games uh, coming back. Hey, COVID. I mean, hey, it just. <laughs> I even I lo- yeah. like last month. I like logged into the Geekscape Games Twitter and like added Shane. Like something like we do in this with like a cute gif, and then he just never responded. And I just oh, I got off like, Twitter. I got off Twitter, no. man. Uh, well, your, well, your username's still there. Yeah, I just wanted to be like, well, I guess, I guess not. Like a month later. Well, we can't. Well, we can't squeeze a, a podcast out of the two of you. Matt's like, we've recorded everything through 2021 over a whole <laughs> movie. <day."> you really <laughs> have. I was, I was gonna say we're 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 moving. We're we're going really. I just got a very. I got a very exciting text message while we were recording from Robert Bacon that just said, I hope you like sound effects because tomorrow's episode of 91 Donkey Lane's got a lot of them. So we got some great shows on the network. Go subscribe. 91 Donkey Lane, Geekscape, Xbox Game Passenger sometimes if they you know put out content. Uh, one Hit Thunder with Chris Fafaya is my favorite episode of Horror Movie Night. I do that one. Uh, there might even be a Christmas podcast <laughs> coming soon. Christmas 24-7. <laughs> That's They're right, right folks. Hosted by Mick Foley. Subscribe to anything on the Geekscape Network. I'm going to say it's all pretty good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Literally, just search been, Geekscape and it'll bring it yeah. all up. Search Geekscape. Yeah, Geekscape games. Once, if you're uh, into music, if you're into wrestling, if you're into horror movies, if you're into music, if you're into just pop culture, like we've been talking about, like there, you can't go wrong with the Geekscape Network. Um, all right, well, let's wrap this up. Katie, thank you so much. Shane, subscribe to my OnlyFans. Matt, get your foot off there. All right, Geekscape, sorry about that. Uh, Again, like Matt said, go find us on social media. The really cool thing is join us on the Facebook uh, page, the Facebook group. Uh, Search for Geekscape, you'll find us. That's really where we post a lot of content. And you can always find our shows at geekscape.net. And like Matt said, on any of your favorite podcatchers, if you do like the shows... We want you to leave a review and, you know, give us five stars or whatever you think is appropriate. We aren't going to be mean about it. Um, but, yeah, thank you for joining us. Uh, any last words? I think we've done that five times. <laughs> I, I'm just happy to always uh, have you in my life, John, for the last, oh, it seems like 20 years since I've been listening to you. Um, I still have a picture from the first time I met you, Comic-Con 2000. Anyway, uh, guys, thanks a lot. Uh, that was Shane, and uh, he was starting to get, you know, it, nobody wants to hear that. You know, he was complimenting me, and I didn't really hear it. So uh, thank you guys. That was Shane on the podcast. Uh, do any of the three of y'all have anything to say? I don't like you any much. I think I'm going to go wax poetic on you. So. There's only oh so God. much. I'm You're the real Papa John. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Shane. Geekscapists, don't hate. Create. Uh, create. And we'll check you late, as Richto says, epic burn. <laughs> That's what we do around here.
Till next time, peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.